Welcome to episode 86 of New Indian Woman podcast airing first in early May 2023 and I'm your host Krishna. Friends, in the last episode we met Anuradha Sridharan, an avid blogger who has done a lot of research on the topic of packaged food, published articles and conducted sessions to increase awareness on this topic. This is part 2 of the two part series on the topic of packaged food. In part 1, Anuradha shared her story on how she started closely looking at packaged food. Then we examined why each one of us as new Indian women should be aware about packaged food and then got on to what exactly is packaged food. We also discussed what it is that we should look for in the labels. that will help us in taking decisions around what goes into our body please see the show notes for the link to the last episode now you may wonder if it is practical to avoid packaged foods we discuss this and much more in today's episode we don't have to go by whether it is only a particular brand that we need to be cautious about no this is happening across the board it doesn't matter whether it is a global uh, conglomerate or whether it is a local food brand it's better to read ingredients as a practice to understand what is it that you are putting inside your body so as per our traditional wisdom the food that we eat it becomes a part of ourselves it it gets absorbed and becomes a part of ourselves so it it is essential that we take that extra step to read the labels and understand what is it that is going inside our body yeah that's wonderful i think once we do that somehow our children also get into that habit many people say even if we do all that when children go to college they are going to eat all this junk i defer it is like uh, littering the road right from childhood if you don't you will not suddenly one fine day start so there may be some indulgences here and there in terms of junk food when they grow up when they are in company etc but the fact that they are aware of this is going to help them in the long run is what i feel i have yes. one question see some of these most of this packaged food another argument i am citing this argument so that the listeners may be having these arguments in their mind i just wanted to voice out these arguments so that we can hear your views on them because you were saying that our grandparents in terms of their health compared to that our health is much uh, more affected by many of these things but it is also true that our lifestyles are different so it may not be practical to imagine all of this can be created at home that is one viewpoint because today's nuclear setup in most cases the woman bears the responsibility of serving food for guests so even if the main meals are addressed these sudden hunger pangs of children you know where this snacking happens you know that is where all these packaged foods become a boon i have two questions around it one is if we are saying yes if we are all acknowledging there is a concern and we should reduce the use of packaged food and how we be conscious around it so what is the alternative 
from your experience because you have traveled this path we would like to know that plus the other question i have is at least in the case of packaged food there is something written etc compared to if you just buy from a nearby bakery or somewhere where you know you buy some chips or this hot chips equivalent right which is there all over the place where the, it comes into packets where there is no label you have no idea what oil is used you have no idea what coloring agent has been used so i would like to request you to talk about that aspect also because in the ads also these packaged foods you would always see in these ads children and mothers because it is always projected as a boon for the mothers the ever so busy mother i remember even in my life there was a stage when there was an aspirational quality about using all the all of these things especially things like if you don't have ketchup store bought ketchup in your house it's like oh you don't have ketchup you know things like that <laughs> maybe the because the ads the marketing everything creates one aspirational image around making you your woman in your dream to come to the workforce and to be equal to the man see here comes this product <laughs> so somewhere i would like you to talk about the practicality of this and what alternatives are there uh yes krishna that's a very uh, valid question in the past 10 years um i have been a uh, a uh, homemaker as well as a working mother uh, you know multiple times and um, the kind of responsibilities that we uh, women shoulder uh, that directly impacts multiple other aspects that we bring to our family cooking being one of the important contributions as well and uh, the way i think is that once we uh, switch our mindset from cooking as not a cooking is not a chore but cooking is something that i do just like going to a gym just like going for a walk cooking is an investment that i make towards my health and my family members health uh, that mindset shift in itself gives you that energy to make sure that things are planned well in advance so i always uh, suggest that uh, meal planning Uh, making sure that things are available for any sort of you know quick hunger pangs hmm. so it's all about planning and once we get into a rhythm a routine of how you know what sort of menu can be expected so if you are a working mother and if um, uh, elders in the family expect a lavish meal every uh, single time it's not going to happen so setting the right expectations with the family members making sure that kids themselves understand so regarding your earlier point about uh, how to start uh, inculcating these habits i feel that it is very easy to incorporate these conscious choices among young children rather than with uh, elders or senior citizens because of the years of conditioning years of habit it's very hard for them to let go of uh, certain packaged foods but with children it is very easy they they are very open they are very open to understanding what is you know what what is it that they are eating so uh, encouraging them to read labels is something that we could uh, incorporate as young as say 7 or 8 years we could also uh, make sure that they take the control of what is the kind of packaged food that they would like to indulge in once in a while hmm so this is something that uh, you know whenever we go to a supermarket and we tell my daughter that there are there are so many things available here you can pick any three right so mm-hmm. that gives her the choice that okay today uh, if i have to pick three things 
maybe i'll pick this particular brand of chocolate this particular biscuit and this particular uh, candy or something like that right so that mm-hmm. gives her that control okay if i go to a supermarket i don't have to just load my shopping cart with all the things that are available out there i can moderate i can control and she also understands that if i have more junk uh, it disrupts my immunity and so i'm not able to play i'm not able to go to school all those issues uh, you know she's able to connect and see that this is why it is happening and that mm-hmm. automatically motivates her to reduce her consumption so if we start instead of saying no for everything or uh, putting a complete you know ban on packaged foods let them start taking control of their health right from the time you know they are 8 9 years old and they are very much capable of doing that as well we can gently nudge them we can guide them with enough information for them to make a choice so once we do that then when we talk about planning our meals um so for my daughter i let her do the meal planning for herself for her mm. tiffin boxes that she needs to pack uh, that she needs to take for school she gives me the menu what she wants and based on that i cook and pack her tiffin box uh, in terms of snack again she knows that these are the things that are available out there if we, if we need to buy anything she'll give me a list and that list would have a maximum of about 3 items so fruits are always there at home and fruits are not hidden inside the fridge but they are kept on the kitchen counter so that she can see and uh, pick the fruit that she would like to eat many things like uh, you know um, uh, chickies or uh, the peanut balls uh, or um, uh, sesame seed balls right i usually purchase them from the supermarket from a reliable brand where i could i know that the ingredients uh, are recognizable they don't contain mm-hmm. any artificial ingredients so if you read if you start reading ingredients i am sure you will figure out brands where you don't find those artificial ingredients added there are many local brands who have uh, taken up this conscious decision of not adding any Uh, you know harmful uh, ingredients so you could look up those brands uh, you could start uh, uh, you know trying out those products and it is possible like even during weekends you could start involving your family members in you know making things like homemade uh, brownies or homemade uh, muffins right so these are things that you could make and keep it ready for the week that way it is the you know snacks and the um, evening hunger pangs are Uh, managed very well as long as the entire family uh, agrees and aligns to this philosophy of uh, uh, consuming less packaged foods it becomes easier only if there is a conflict where one person says no there shouldn't be packaged foods at home and the other person says it's okay uh, you know let's have whatever is available then that leads to conflict and then that leads to confusion uh, among the children good good what about uh, this particular part which uh, one part of the question was about the packaged food without labels that we buy what is your take on it you know from this neighborhood store kind of a thing yeah so uh, if you look at uh, you know local bakeries it it again if we don't know the ingredients we wouldn't know what is going in uh, but at the same time their margins they, they are not looking at uh, taking uh, scaling up to a you know large corporation so their motives are you know minimal so you could evaluate maybe what uh, what sort of background they come from what are their motivations 
especially if you are looking at uh, say uh, an, a neighborhood home chef or a home baker for example they may mm. not have the intentions to add to make thousands of cakes or cupcakes to sell right so mm-hmm. the ingredients they use comparatively again here you cannot uh, judge based on whether this is good or whether this is bad it is always mm. based on a relative scale so on a relative scale it is definitely going to be a much better choice than buying something from from a supermarket where this particular brand is sitting on the shelf for the past 9 months with all these uh, ingredients that are being added to extend the shelf life so uh, right. again take a judgment again we cannot really decide uh, whether the ingredients are good or whether they are harmful uh, if if the ingredients are not being printed but if if you can trust the person who is making it it could be a home chef it could be a small scale food company who you might have spotted in say an organic uh, fair or a sante or a farmers market so hmm. uh, it is worth trying out those products and once you try out see once your palate gets adjusted to the real ingredients if there are any artificial ingredients you are eating your palate will immediately be able to you know tell you whether this is yeah natural or not that's beautiful that's beautiful i never thought about it from the palate angle actually that's wonderful so i i was also thinking when it comes to the semi processed foods the ketchups and the pickles and the masalas and all that maybe the alternative option could also be to uh, you know ask the household help or a neighbor as the case may be to also together make it because that is when you make it seasonal and uh, giving some extra money to those women who come to help to help you in the process may be worth so much more than shelling the same money or even you know more money to buy in a fancy bottle and with all the advertisement because you are paying for all of that yes yes right. absolutely so um, typically in any um, large apartment societies you would come across home chefs Uh, or people who make such products and sell uh, i have tried that out as an experiment uh, in my apartment where i used to make uh, homemade spice powders so f- to give you an example if you buy the um, chutney podi that you have along with your idlis or dosas the store bought one doesn't have sesame seeds as the ingredient uh, right. it is just made with urad dal uh, red chilies and a few other ingredients but the uh, the key ingredient the, the one that gives the taste is the sesame seed or any it could be sesame seed flax seed peanut all these mm. um, ingredients that are rich in fats but at the same time uh, if if the pack has to stay uh, on top of the shelf for a long uh, duration these would turn rancid very quickly so the brands intentionally don't add these oil seeds or nuts into the uh, into this particular spice mix but if you buy it from somebody who is who has made it at home you would you will be able to see the difference that they have added this particular ingredient and the taste would mm-hmm. be you know completely different than what you buy from a packed spice powder from the uh, supermarket so uh, these are the things that you know minor things that we might miss out on and again i personally love to make these spice powders for my home by myself the reason being that the mundane activity of roasting the dals roasting the uh, chilies and making the powder at home and stocking it up i find that to be a very soothing offline activity many mm. times the amount of time that we spend in front of gadgets in front of in front of our phones 
most of our time gets spent online right so it's worth discovering those offline activities where you use your hands to make something for yourself Hmm. for me uh, making these spice powders i find that to be a very therapeutic activity because there's nothing you know there's nothing much to be done from a thinking point of view it is more of a relaxing you know soothing activity so it's it's just a change of perspective that will help us to uh, you know make those things and and if it is a nuclear family you will you'll just spend about say half an hour to one hour on a, a saturday evening and that effort will help you to manage the requirements for the next say one or two months right so yeah. it is an investment so i usually i try to combine all uh, the dry powder ingredients uh, recipes uh, on a single evening i make everything and stock it up so whatever is possible i do of course like for example turmeric powder or kashmiri chili powder these are the things that i don't make it myself i rely on the store but as much as possible things that can be made like sambar powder rasam powder or any of those um, dal chutney podi all those things i make it at home nice and like you said a lot of that has to do with the planning right yes yes and uh, so this notion that only if you have time or the notion that by doing something i am not being valuable enough or it is a chore that particular thought process the perspective change I really like those comments yeah and another i remember you started uh, by saying there is one thing if one thing the listeners should uh, remember about packaged food is how it changed the pcod how it reverse etc but if there is one tip you know you have conducted so many sessions you have done lot of awareness sessions etc what is that one tip that you would like the listeners to start this journey with sure so uh, any change that you want to make don't start it um, on a drastic scale start it on a very small uh, level first thing i would recommend is you know just walk over to your kitchen open your refrigerator see the things that you have bought it could be you know a health drink it could be a biscuit it could be a ready made soup mix any sort of uh, spreads that you apply on top of the uh, on top of bread so just make a list of all those things if let's say that list comes to about uh, 30 or 40 items think of how you could bring it down to say about 25 right uh, take it slow it's very hard to just eliminate all the 30 ingredients uh, in one go take it slow take it step by step and uh, the the goal is not to get to 100% it is mm. uh, it is impractical in many ways at least try to aim to get it to about 80% if if you are mm-hmm. able to achieve you know 80% 80 to 85% of your food that you consume is home cooked simple meals uh, with you know more fruits more vegetables that in itself will improve your health uh, by multiple times so don't aim for perfection take this journey step by step involve all your family members as well because many times what happens is that one person in the family takes the step forward but if the other person doesn't want to come along with you then it leads to conflicts and you feel like why why should i take up the step and all those thoughts of resentment and uh, anger comes in so it's uh, it's good that if you could bring your entire family together and uh, take this decision as a whole then you will be able to see a lot of progress uh, made in the next few months Thank you. Thank you so much. With that we will 
end this particular episode on packaged food and let us hope all of our listeners are excited to start this journey for themselves thank you krishna uh, happy to share my thoughts on packaged foods and uh, uh, helping people to uh, adopt simple easy to follow food habits yeah thank you so much so with that we come to the end of another episode of new indian woman see you again in the next episode do visit my website thenewindianwoman.com for related blogs on this topic of course i would love to hear from you you could rate or leave a comment in your podcast app or write to me at krishna@thenewindianwoman.com at remember you are what you want to be and the time starts now